Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. Do you worry a lot? Do you find it impossible to work in the middle of chaos? Do you wonder if God is going to come through for you in difficult times? Well, today's guest will help us learn how to experience true life-giving rest even in the midst of chaos. Jenny Donnelly is a speaker, author, and mother of five, and she's going to share her own personal story of struggling with life's pressures and emotional exhaustion and what she has learned through her own journey. She'll show us the steps to take to access rest anytime, any place, under any conditions. And she'll reveal how through Jesus and operating from a place of stillness can power our identity, creativity, relationships, and so much more. That's today on Connections. Today's guest is Jenny Donnelly. She's an author, a speaker, a business leader, and she does all of this while also parenting her five children. Jenny, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your family? Yeah, um, I have a 17-year-old daughter all the way down to a three-year-old daughter. So I have four girls and one boy, and we kind of started over. We had um, the first three, and then seven years later had two more, just all on purpose and everything. So we decided, let's just li- keep living this adventure. Life was getting a little bit too safe, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's it's been a ton of fun. We live in Portland, Oregon. And what got you interested in, in speaking and writing? Actually, I my husband and I started a business back in 1999. We um, had just gotten married, and a business came across our path, and so we didn't have much to lose. We didn't have much to, you know, really no risk because it was just him and me, and we were broke, and we're like, why not? So we started a business, and that business grew um, very rapidly, and then we ended up with um, a whole bunch of people that we would train, and so um, I ended up just doing a lot of speaking, I mean, starting from a really, really small audience to um, pretty large audiences and just fell in love with um, really inspiring people to really find the very best that was already inside of them and bringing that to the surface. So then um, writing, I've always loved writing. So in school when I was a kid, I would write poems and I would write stories. And I never thought I would actually go up and write books. I thought, well, maybe I'll write a book one day. But that, you know, even until I wrote um, this last book still, it felt a little bit like a stretch. Even though I love to write, I just had never kind of put myself in that category. So um, it's been a pretty fun new adventure for me. Jenny, can you tell us a little bit about your book and why you decided to write it? Yeah, well, this is so interesting, the timing. You're exactly right. So I wrote this book over two years ago. And, of course, having no idea where we would be as a globe. Like, this is just amazing, right? So what happened was over 10 years ago, just with a very full life, I found myself in little... I was so back then I would never have told you I was suffering with anxiety because that would have been too dramatic for me, you know, mm-hmm. but there were moments where it, it, you know, in, in reality it was anxiety, but what was happening was I would get in moments where I would just freeze and things would become overwhelming to me, like sitting on the edge of my bed. One day I write about this in the book, but I'm sitting on the edge of my bed and there's a tangled pile of wire hangers and I had just cleaned out some old clothes out of my closet about five days earlier and threw the hangers on the floor and they just sat there in a big knot and I just stepped over I'm like I'm just going to ignore these and then here I am sitting on the edge of my bed and I'm looking at this pile of hangers and I'm just like I don't even know how to put those away and I just begin sobbing and I just think what is wrong with me I'm a full-grown woman with two kids with a thriving business and so I would just find 
things that were not supposed to be difficult, they all of a sudden I would find myself so overwhelmed I would be frozen. You know, thank thank the Lord for his goodness and his guidance because he actually helped me. Um, there was a moment, an actual moment, I was sitting at my dining room table and he said, you know, Jenny, you're, you have this thought that when the storm passes, then you'll be able to rest. You'll be able to kind of just catch your breath. Like when this project is done or when this thing finally goes through or when, you know, that child finally gets in kindergarten or whatever, you know, these kind of like, I'm, I'm, I can be happy when type of thoughts or I can relax when. And he just said, that's not real. That, that's not real. That's a fantasy. This is, this is inaccurate the way that you think about work and rest. And he just said, um, your rest is found in the middle of every storm. It's actually in the storm. And he said that that's where he would be and he would meet me there. And so I realized I had to find a way to find him in the middle of a very fast moving life and a lot of chaos. And could I find rest while everything in my life was moving at a rapid pace? So that, that was about a 10 year journey. Um, I wish it was overnight, but it wasn't. And, um, and then I just came to a place where, wow, this is so life changing. I need to document this. And I really wrote the book for my children because I wanted them to have a way to reference the journey that I had been on. Why is it, Jenny, that so many people have a different definition of rest? Well, yeah, that's such a great question, Colleen, because I had people tell me, very wise people, Jenny, you need to rest. And I just thought, well, are you going to raise my kids? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> like, what do you mean by that? And I loved the the sound of it. The sound of it was like, yeah, I'm going to go on a vacation. We're going, you know, we're going to go to Mexico in March. Like, I had these carved out moments where I would do my best to rest. And that is when the Lord said, Jenny, rest is not the act of relaxing. It's a place. It's a, And that is the biggest thing that I could get across to anybody listening right now is if you can think of rest as a place inside of you that you get to live from, just like chaos is a place. You know, the atmosphere of chaos is a place, just like the atmosphere of peace is a place. And so um, Hebrews 4 the, the chapter starts out with, you know, just admonishing us to go into the place of rest. It is an actual place of the faith, the place of faith where Jesus is. How can we experience this rest, though, especially right now as we deal with this chaos? A lot of us don't even understand what's going on with the COVID-19 pandemic, let alone the concept of understanding rest. How can we experience that? Yeah, so... The first thing that we need to do, whether we're in a COVID situation like we are right now or just life itself, because after this COVID thing passes, life is still going to be uncertain in certain areas of our life. You know, it's not like everything just like the idea right now that when COVID passes and then we all get to go, oh, phew, it's gone. You know, it's over. That doesn't mean that life isn't going to start throwing us stuff, right? Like the washer still breaks down, the... You know, the child still goes through a rebellious phase. Like, there, there's still things, right? So we have to get beyond this idea that when this is over, I can finally rest. That was the biggest thing for me was to get out of that fantasy thinking and to unplug the idea that my circumstances were able to dictate my peace. So in a situation like this right now, we have to lay down the paradigm that... 
because life is crazy, I have to feel crazy too. We do not have to be affected by our outside outside circumstances. It feels impossible. It feels like, well, surely I do. You know, I can't have a great day if my child is throwing a fit, you know, temper tantrums or things like that. And I just want to challenge that thinking and say, actually, you can. You can have a, have peace and rest in your heart, even when things on the outside and circumstances that we're in, even when those things are going crazy. So that that might feel a little of about a little bit intangible. That answer, like, hold on a minute, that doesn't feel like you're giving me something to do. But what I, but the first thing is, is that we have to, we have to change our thinking. We have to say, um, I no longer believe that my circumstances have the authority to make me feel at peace or at chaos. They they don't have a voice that can command my peace or take it away from me. So I am going to take authority over my own peace and my own heart, and I choose to be with Jesus. I choose Jesus. And where Jesus is, you know, he was in the boat. He was sleeping, you know, and the disciples were freaking out, and they said, don't you even care. And he was asleep. And it's just like I probably would have been like those disciples, freaking out, you know. Mm -hmm. But here he was, because he wasn't worried, he was able to sleep. And that's the picture that you can have right now is this boat that, and it says in the in the Bible that it was all but capsized. That means water was inside of it. It was all but swamped, is what the Bible says. So that means water was in the boat. The circumstances really were not good. However, somehow Jesus knew everything was going to be okay, and so um, he's sleeping. So that's what can happen in our heart is we can actually just rest on a cushion, just like Jesus was, even though the storm on the outside is going crazy and it almost feels like Jenny this is far fetched and I'm just telling you it's not because um because I walk I I've lived this out I've lived you know like the disciple freaking out and I've lived like the one who says you know what Jesus if you're not worried then I just choose not to be worried either and I've watched my circumstances turn over for for my good without me freaking out to try to control and I think control is the big issue you know um I I certainly like to control things so I have I've had to learn to let go. There are seven ways that the Lord gave me, and I'm sure there's a million to find calm in the chaos, but the seven that I outlined, one of them is um, I'm letting go. And so letting go of control, letting go of, um, you know, the idea that control brings me joy. So I'm just going to let go, not not letting go as in, well, I'll just let go and, you know, let everything just kind of fall apart, you know, and try to be happy over it. But I'm talking about letting go, meaning I'm going to let go of this circumstance because God has it in his hands. So somebody who cares and somebody who has a supernatural ability to actually um, take care of me, my life is in his hands because I'm not one to just say, hey, let's just throw our life to the universe. Let's just throw our life out there and just, you know, kind of throw it to the wind and see what happens. Like that makes me like, I'm like, no way, I'm not doing that. But if I hand my life over to the Lord, who is good, and he has good things for us, and he has good in mind for us, then I can hand my life over to somebody who's going to take care of me if I really believe that. So kind of a long um, answer, but um, there are some tangible things we can do as well, you know, with breathing and some other things like that that are actually really helpful if we find ourselves in a state of um anxiety. We've learned so much from Jenny today about how to find the calm in the chaos, and she has so much more to share with us. Join us again tomorrow for part two of our conversation with Jenny.